Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. page to the Steelers, the Browns back at practice on Thursday to prep for Monday night football in Pittsburgh. I'm Jason Gibbs, and this is the From the Podium podcast. At the podium today to preview the big game on Monday night football, four players and your head coach, Kevin Stefanski. The players spoke first in the locker room before practice today. It started with running back Nick Chubb, who talked about how tough the Steelers' defense is to play against and how confident he is running behind rookie Dewan Jones. Nick, I know you've played him a while now. So what sticks out about that Steelers defense? I mean, just like, like always, they're always big, physical, and very tough, and they play hard. I mean, that's, that's something that hasn't changed since I've been here, and something that we, we look forward to going up against. How much of a loss is not having Hayward on Well, he's definitely a big, a big player for them, but I'm sure those guys will be pumped up, you know, coming off a loss like that. I'm sure they'll be ready to go against us, no matter who's out there. What about just the magnitude of you know, going into Pittsburgh, Monday night football, so much at stake, you know, having uh, a division game, just the whole magnitude? Yeah, it's definitely a big game. It's definitely a division rival, and we, we understand what we're going into. You know, I think back to last year when you know, we lost to the Jets, and then we played them the next week at home, night game, we ended up winning. So I'm sure that's the same mindset. Uh, we understand that. We understand it's going to be a hostile environment. So we're preparing every every day to go up there and be ready for them. Christian McCaffrey had a pretty big performance against him last week, including a long touchdown run. When you're going back and uh, you know watching that defense uh, against him, do you take any ideas away from like when you watch another running back have success? Honestly, I thought I thought the Steelers did a good job. Um, they were always in the right place, you know, just um, let them slip by them a little bit. But I think they, they, they still did a great job. You know, they're definitely a great front, um, great defense overall. Nick, I know you've played with Wyatt for a while now, but when he has one of those blocks where he's pushing somebody 20 yards downfield, what, what does that do for you? Like, does he still surprise you when he does things like that? Uh, I mean, I'm not surprised at this point. You know, that's just who Wyatt is, you know, hard hard worker in the game, you know, he's going to make that, that long play, and, and that's, just, that's what he's done since, I, since I've been playing with him. And Nick DeWan had to step in in a big spot last week after Jack got hurt. I was just curious what your, your impressions of DeWan have been so far. Yeah, I mean, I'm impressed by him. You know, he's, he's definitely a big guy. It's hard to get around him, but but he's also young, and he lacks experience. So um, I know the coaches I've been on him this week. Um, I, I look forward to watching him play and playing with him. You had that cutback right behind him the other day. Is it nice to have, obviously, the size is – Hmm. Kind of ridiculous. It's nice to have somebody like that out for you. Yeah, it is. I mean, he, he's definitely big. He, he can move guys. Um, he big. He's big, physical. He's very athletic too. So I mean, he's he's a great blocker. What about um, the fact that they will be without Cam Hayward, who has had uh, so many great games against you guys? What what impact do you think that will have on this game? Uh, I can't tell you right now. You know, I'm sure to have someone stepping in who will play. You know, just as hard and make all and try to make as many plays as Cam did. You know, Cam is definitely a great player. But I'm sure that team would be pumped up and probably even more motivated going to the game without Cam. So. Nick, well, what kind of glimpse do you think uh, fans got of your offense last 
week when even sometimes the, the weather affected, but how yeah. good can this be? I think it'll be really good. I think for the most part, you know, it was definitely, it wasn't our, it was kind of a sloppy game for us. You know, that wasn't even our best, I don't think. And under, the, under those, you know, circumstances with the rain and the weather, but I think, I think we have a long way to go, but I think we, you know, maybe a small glimpse of what we can do. Catching four out of four, um, passes, good, good way to start for you? Yeah, it was. Uh, Nick, yesterday, uh, Mike Tomlin's weekly press conference, anytime he mentioned you, it was Mr. Chubb. Where'd you take that? <laughs> nah, I didn't even hear anything about that. You know, I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's like a show of respect, I would yeah. think, because mm -hmm. I'm not yeah. trying to be funny. No, nah, I got you, yeah. Nick, when you guys win a game like you did in that opener, how much confidence does it give you guys moving forward? It's hard for me to think back, not think back to last year. I knew we won the opener last year, and then we lost the second game. So, you know, I can't really put too much thought into that. We got to take it a day at a time and keep, keep improving. QB1, Deshaun Watson up next. He talked about how the team is planning to face TJ Watt and how the offense can improve this week from week one. What do you think when you look at that uh, Steelers defense, Deshaun? Uh, a well-coached group that flies around, that wants to um, create problems for the offense, um, try to create turnovers and, and uh, pitch you in long distances so their their front can get after you a little bit. Obviously, the finale last year wasn't the offense's best game. So when you go back and watch that film, what stands out to you the most? Um, you know, we had our opportunities we didn't capitalize on. Um, and we just got to go out there and just pretty much keep pushing forward. But... You know, we, we're not thinking about last year. We, we're focused on, you know, what what we can do on Monday night. This is your first. I heard you say somewhere that, um, that you kind of overcompensated uh, and you were know, trying to grip the ball a little bit too hard in, in this past game. I mean, I guess you could put it out of your hand. Can you sort of describe how that happened and how do you, you know, why do you think your passing game is going to look so much better than you? Um, yeah, I mean, it factored on both sides. It wasn't just. Cleveland Browns passing game, it was the Cincinnati Bengals practice passing game too. So, um, I mean, both sides was having problems with the weather. It was very, very wet, so uh, the ball was heavy. So, um, yeah, I mean, sometimes the weather factor in and you got to change your game plan. But, you know, hopefully it's clear skies on Monday night and we can really get, you know, the offense going and throw the ball around a little bit. This is, is your first game. I mean, it's part of it. It's just, you just got to try to factor and try to control the ball so it don't slip out your hand. Uh, this is your first Monday night game as a Cleveland Brown. Does that stage excite you? I mean, uh, yeah, it's prime time. It's, it's an awesome opportunity, uh, you know, for us to be able to go out there and, and then show the world what we got and what we can be. So, uh, yeah. But at the end of the day, it's still football. Um, you still got to go out there and play 60 minutes, 60 minutes or plus, and uh, you just got to do your job. Even though you weren't able to connect on some of those deep balls, especially the two to Marquise, do you go back and look at the film there and at least get excited about the fact that those plays were there to be made? Yeah, the opportunities was there. We didn't capitalize on them, and there are going to be more opportunities for you know, deep shots down the field. Um, you know, we just got to make sure we pick out our, our spots when we want to take them. And, um, and hopefully, you know, this game we can capitalize on those and make big plays and, you know, get this offense, you know, really explosive. Hey, Deshaun, DeJuan was able to hold his own against the Bengals. He's got a big task this week if he's got TJ. How confident are you in the rookie? Well, I'm very confident. He, he likes the challenge. Um, he likes to be able to go out there and just play football and do whatever he can for this team. And, uh, you know, he, he's been learning from all the guys across the line, asking questions. Um, I see him on the side talking to Joel, talking to Wyatt, talking to Jed. 
and all these guys and you know Bill Callahan he's gonna make sure that he's ready and pre prepared to go so um, it's a great task for him and I'm excited for his opportunity. Any trouble seeing over him? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I'm gonna have to definitely you know move in the pocket a little bit to, to create some windows for myself. Yeah, I mean, he's a defensive player of the year. I mean, he's a, if not the best player, defensive guy, one of the top five defensive guys in the, in the league. So you have to give your respect to TJ um, and what he does, you know, not just for himself, but for that organization. So, you know, all, you know, respect to him and the things he do, but you know, at the, at the end of the day, you can't just revolve, you know, a game plan all around just one person because then you kind of, you're limiting yourself. And so, you know, guys got to, like, like we mentioned earlier, you know, guys got to block one-on-one. Guys got to, you know, step up to the challenge and, and be able to do that. So, um, you know, it's a great task, but, yeah, you got to give his, his flowers to uh, number 90. We know how dangerous um, you can be when you hang onto the ball and you extend plays and make something happen like that. So how do you kind of strike that balance between, okay, I can make something happen if I hold on to it versus I should get rid of the ball quickly on this play because there's a TJ Watt coming or because of the pass? Uh, it just all depends on the play. It's a quick game. The ball got to come out. You can't hold it. Just, you know, drop back and, you know, move in the pocket, and then you, you can hold it a little bit longer. But uh, you just got to pick your spots on where you're at on the field and the situation of the game. and. You know, sometimes you, you capitalize and sometimes the defense wins. So, you know, you just got to win with that and um, take it as it comes. Sean, um, the Steelers are 20 and 0. This is their last 20 home games. I'm watching that football. Obviously, the Browns have been the regular season since 2003. How do you start to change that trend? You just got to go out there and win. You got to go out there and earn it. You know, they're not going to give it to us. That's a very impressive stat for them. Um, but, you know, when we go in there, we can't, you know, think about that stack. It's a 2023 year. We can't focus on the past. And, you know, we got to try to break that tradition uh, that they have going. So, you know, but it's not going to be easy. Uh, it's definitely going to be a tough task. And um, I think we have the team that can go in there and do it. You were able to experience a game there last year, the last game of the year. Anything particular about that environment that makes it tougher than yeah, I mean, they have a great fan base. Um, they support their team, and the defense really rallies around that, that energy. And, um, you know, they just try to make you uh, do things that you're not, you know, you would normally do, um, get you kind of psyched out about, you know, thinking about other things. But, you know, we got to lock in, be laser focused, and, and just go in there and block all the noise out and, and execute the game plan. Why is Miles ever showing you the between legs crossover hesitation? <laughs> yeah, we've seen it a couple of times. Uh, when we was practicing uh, during training camp, he kind of did it, um, certain walkthroughs and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Miles, he can do whatever he wants to do. <laughs> what is a quarterback thinking when you see a guy, like, obviously he's playing with that kind of confidence to, to do that kind of stuff for his Just make sure you block him. <laughs> That's the only thing I can really say. Well, um, Sean, we saw when Nick Chubb did last week. Well, how does his threat every time uh, you think affect the defense? Yeah, I mean, because you might think you have him in the backfield and he can break a tackle and, and gain five, even ten plus yards. You know, and I think, you know, with him carrying the ball, this is definitely a, a big bonus for our offense, a big bonus for our team. So um, Chubb is going to be Chubb and do what he do. He's going to work and uh, he's going to get what he needs to get. Why it's helping to have Miles here to go against in practice, uh, you know, every single day to prepare you for the best. 
Yeah, I mean, Miles is the best in the NFL, as just like number 90 and other guys around the league. But, you know, it's a, it's a great task, not just for myself, but for our O-line, to be able to go against him as a Darius and the guys that we have up front. So, uh, you know, whenever we step out there on the field on Sundays or whenever we do, um, you know, they're prepared and um, can hopefully, you know, match up to that opportunity. Mike, you mentioned the offensive line. I know you said you've moved on from Asher, but the thing that you were sacked seven times the last time you played Pittsburgh, I assume that's a high number that's ringing in the minds of you and the offensive line, right? No, we're not worried about that. I mean, if you look at that game, I think four of the sacks came in the last two minutes, you know, so where they were dropping bad, hanging on the ball, things like that. So, you know, like I said, we moved on from, from last year's game, um, and we got to focus on Monday, and we can't, you know, worry about anything that happened in the past. Wyatt Taylor's 25-yard block uh, went viral this week. When you guys were sitting in the film room and you see that uh, up there on the big screen, what does that do for the team? I mean, it motivates the team. Everyone everyone saw it. Everyone was, you know, hyped for Wyatt, and it just challenges everyone else around to finish plays like that. So. Uh, I mean, Wyatt is, is a guy that's going to finish to the T, um, and he's going to make sure he, he throws his body around for this organization, for these guys that's carrying the ball and myself. So, uh, you know, why we love that guy, and just make sure he just stay healthy while he's doing that too. But uh, outside of that, I mean, keep doing it. How excited are you to break out those white unis on a primetime game? Oh, super excited. I mean, the unis are fresh, they're pretty clean, and. Uh, you know, it's uh, another excitement for us to go out there and just go out there and perform. The number of times uh, you run with the ball has been pretty consistent your whole career. It's usually five to six times a game. It's been consistent that way. Do you ever go into a game thinking, I, I can be more effective against this team running, or does it just happen? No, nah, I just let it happen. It just depends on the game plan, so I just kind of let it happen. I let whatever Kevin calls, or, um, and we just kind of go with the flow of the game. What would a 2-0 start mean, especially with both games coming inside the division? I mean, it'd be huge. It's a, it's a huge start. I mean, like you just said, like two divisional teams, one at home, one on the road. I mean, it's very, very big. Uh, so, yeah, it'd be, it'd be huge for us. And um, But, you know, our main focus every, each and every week just try to go 1-0. So our mentality right now, we're 0-0, and, and uh, we try to do 1-0 Monday night. Deshaun, there's a... After the Aaron Rodgers injury, there's a lot of focus on turf versus grass. As somebody who played for a couple of years on a, on a turf surface, um, is turf less safe than grass in your opinion? Do you have a preference between the natural surface and the artificial? Uh, I mean, if I had a preference, I'd definitely take grass. Um, I think it's a little bit more giving, forgiving when, um, on the knees and the ankles and things like that. Um, you know, the injury with A-Rod, that's tough. Not just for, you know, the Jets, but for the, for the fleet, to the, for the NFL. I mean, that was a great storyline to have him in New York, and they had a great team, and he was going to do special things. And, you know, he's a, I'm a fan of him, but to see him go down like that is tough. So, you know, I'm sending my prayers towards him. But if I had to pick, I'd pick grass for sure. After stepping into a big role last week, rookie offensive tackle Dewan Jones spoke to the media to discuss his emotions as he prepares for his first start in the NFL and what the veterans in the O-line room have taught him. Well, what do you think? It's your first start. Big big task at hand. You know, um, can't wait, honestly. You know, I couldn't ask for nothing else. Picked a pretty good guy to go for you, didn't you? Great player, great guy. Um, you know, I've been watching the film nonstop. You know, that's already me, but, you know, had to be on top of him for sure this week. You know, just knowing he has so many moves in his arsenal, you know, he's got to stay down. What is it that makes him I mean, the defensive player of the year a couple years ago? Uh, nonstop, 
He just does not quit. He does not have a, he has a motor of like just nonstop moves. My major thing is if I get to limit, limit him to some of them, you know, use my length and my strength to my best ability, and I can minimize whatever he has to throw out there. You weigh him by 120 pounds, so you would think that his quickness would be your biggest challenge. How do you combat that? Uh, like I said, using my length, you know, um, kind of leaves his chest open a little bit during the past past game, so you know, probably using that. But you know, there's other things to it. You know, making sure I get back. There's a limited amount of things. You know, just he's a great player, honestly. Jawan, your development from the first day you walked in during rookie minicamp to now is night and day. Um, just what do you attribute? Uh, or credit that to? Our credit, uh, you know, the defense. They're the guys I go against every day. Uh, whether from a two or one, you know, you're going against them at one point. Um, when, I, when I was a two for a little bit, you know, I was going against Miles and uh, Zadarius. And so that was really helping a lot. Uh, even Obo, Obo, um, he's a great speed rusher. So, you know, I probably took some reps today, too, at uh, the two, just so I get a better feel and look, you know, just, you know, just so I can get a better game with uh, You know, like like you said, though, it's just our jo main job is, is to finish. And, you know, that's a definition of what he did the other day. Uh, I was on the sideline at the time, and you know, I, I got hyped about it. Uh, you know, everybody was going crazy. You know, most people don't know that's like a big thing. You know, as an old lineman, that's tough to do. Uh, drive somebody 15 yards downfield. So, you know, uh, big props to him. You know, he's going to take care of business this week. How can he help you, Dewan, better like him, line up against with you? Um, his experience, um, his length, he's, he's pretty tall in my opinion, his arms is long. And, um, in the past game, you know, half the time he was really attached to his hip, you know, uh, it, it really not much. He, he's like the main charge of everything that goes on, on the right side. He helps him. He, he's the workhorse. Do you think they'll move TJ around a little bit? Do they traditionally do that? stationary I think they'll probably put him in the majority on my side. Um, just because, you know, I'm younger, you know, rookie, they're going to try to definitely make me a target, make me, but, you know, I got to step up to the plate, step up to the challenge. Uh, but they do have packages that are going to move around. So, you know, it, it comes with the game. What do you think you What have you learned from Jack his strikes, you know, Jack has a mean punch, and, you know, even going through Indy and me just being a dummy for him. Uh, you just learn how, how strong his punch is. Um, honestly, Jack is just a great worker. He comes in every day and just does what he needs to do. And, you know, I learned that from him. Yeah. You know, just making sure I get those extra reps, uh, extra set. It's definitely a lot. Appreciate Jack. What do you think um, your emotions are going to be like Monday night? Right, it's a Monday night game, prime time, first start, TJ Watt, all of it. Um, my emotions, they're really the same. Every time I go into a game, you know they're. I would say like they're a little bit low, but you know, also in my head high. Like you never get too high, never get too low. So you know, I'm gonna say just play the game just like any other game. You know, just don't treat it different. You know, it is prime time. You know, everybody's watching you, so you can't let nobody down. Can't let yourself down. Can't let the team down. And this is where my main goal. What was the most uh, hostile environment you played in at OSU? Was it Michigan or somewhere else? Uh, probably stay up north. You know, um, I said it's just like a rerun of you know my junior year. You know. Um, not much experience, you know, going against a very elite rusher. Just like, uh, you know, just like my junior year, I was going against a elite rusher as Aiden Hutchinson. And, um, you know, just got to step up to the plate, like I said. Mm -hmm. And um, 
you always had the goal to be a starter, no doubt, but this, this happened really quickly. Take you by surprise. So, uh, how are you dealing with it? It took me about a little bit of surprise, you know, just because um, you, know, you just thought the time was going to be a little bit longer, you know, you waiting and stuff like that. But it's here, you know. Um, God will put you in this moment if he didn't want you here. So it's, it's up to me to go attack it and go grab it. Last up today, linebacker Anthony Walker Jr., who talked about what he saw from the Steelers' offense and how the team is putting week one's big win behind them. So before you guys have any questions, um, I am a part of, uh, the brand ambassador for the Stay in the Game Foundation of the Cleveland Browns, aiming to you know support students and increasing uh, school aware, school attendance, and uh, you know making it important to them to show up to school every day. Um, I'm, something I'm very passionate about, obviously, uh, is education. Um, you know, my dad's an educator. Actually, I had 100% attendance till I got to college. Don't tell them that. But um, yeah, uh, just the importance of showing up every day, and uh, you know, just the the skills that you earn that you learn from that, being there every day, uh, being attentive in school to your teachers, and then just those uh, skills that you learn, uh, those social skills you learn with being around your other teammates and classmates and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, just wanted to throw that out there. Hey, since, you, since you cleared the way for you to get up here, I'm just <laughs> curious your thoughts on how a, a rookie like that yeah. steps into a big situation, NFL debut, and plays as well as he does. Yeah, um, I guess just a testament to him, his hard work. Um, Coach Bill, one of the best in the game, um, and he comes from somewhat good school, I guess, at Ohio <laughs> State. But uh, no, nah, he's a he's a, he's a wonderful person to be around every day. Um, full of energy, and uh, he takes that same uh, approach on the field, and uh, he's always ready to go. So definitely proud of him. I don't know what your record was with the Colts in Pittsburgh, but mm -hmm. we know what the record for the Browns is. Mm -hmm. Why is it so difficult to win there? Yeah, just historic. Um, you know, for a long time they had uh, you know a top quarterback in the NFL. Um, and Big Ben, much respect to him, um, you know, and then they're well coached. You know, they do the fundamental things very well, uh, and they don't beat themselves. Um, so obviously it's a huge challenge for us this week. Um, you know, uh, like again, it's, a, it's the next game, so it's a huge game for us. But, um, you know, last week, you know, we don't want to put too much into that one. You know, you kind of want to flush it and go to the next week. And uh, obviously it's another division opponent. You know, you never want to take those games for granted. Um, so, yeah, we have, we have a, a huge challenge ahead of us, and I think we're ready for it. You mentioned not wanting to put too much in, in the last week mm -hmm. and putting in the rear. They have a game that they want to put in the rearview mirror. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you're probably expecting their best shot uh, from them Monday night. But just when you watch that offense and, and some of the, the struggles that they had, mm -hmm. uh, just what do you take away from uh, that, that film? Yeah, again, you, you don't want to put too much in a week one. Um, you know, you have some – First time everybody's back on the field playing a full game together. So you never want to, like I said, put too much emphasis on it. Um, we know that the Pittsburgh Steelers, they're, you know, hard, tough-minded tough group. You know, they have they, they run the ball really well. Um, you know, number eight, very accurate door, especially on the, on the, on the run. Um, so we have a huge challenge to keep him in the pocket, stop their run game. Um, and they have playmakers outside as well. So, again, we don't want to look at our film and think too highly of ourselves and look at their film and think too lowly of them. You know, we have to – Going to take approach this week as his own week, and uh, you know it's them versus us this week. So what, that's all it is. I'm sorry. What allows um, Jim Schwartz to do the different things he did, does up front, right? Against the Bengals, it was five D line. It was Miles moving around. It's you blitzing. Like what allows him to be able to do all those different things? Yeah, I mean the front, the engine up front, they make everything go. So uh, we have those guys. You can pretty much do whatever you want. Um, you can go five D line. You can go four man rush, five man rush, six man rush, whatever you do. 
Um, and then the guys just willing to execute, you know, um, guys being selfless. I think, I think you saw a lot of guys, you know, just clearing the space for other guys to work. Um, and, you know, nobody was self selfish about it. You know, we was all happy to see each other make plays. Um, and I think that's the most important thing. You know, you don't have selfish guys in this room. Did you see confusion from the Bengals? Like, who are we going to block on this play? <laughs> we got to play them again. So. <laughs> the blitz rate, the blitz rate was a little more than historically Jim does. Mm. Is that just seeing the blood in the water, trying to put the game away? No, I think he has a good rhythm of calling the game. Um, you know, we saw we were able to get you know a little bit of pressure with four, a little bit of pressure with five, six. So just want to keep the looks different. Um, I don't think it's more you know you know the blood in the water. I think it was just his feel of the game and uh, what, what he felt like we needed at that time. The tone got set on the very first play mm -hmm. last week with Zedarius. Um, what, was that really the case that that play is what just really got the ball rolling for you guys? And just the way that front played, I think they hit Joe 10 times on top of uh, the two sacks. Just when you're going through a game like that, can you just feel that you guys have the pressure, so to speak, that you, you know, you've got them right where you want them? And, yeah, I think, uh, you know, like you said, first place set the tone for sure. Um, but that's a long game. You know, we we knew we had to keep battling, keep swinging. Um, Should we get to the middle of the third quarter, still what, one sc two-score game. Um, we had to keep fighting. We understood that. Um, and a lot of resilient guys in our locker room, um, especially on that defensive line, man, those guys really just flew around the whole game, made our jobs a lot easier. And then we got guys covering the way our DBs cover. Um, you know, it makes the linebacker's job a lot easier as well. So. Uh, testament to those two groups, man, uh, the engine and then the tip of the spear of our DBs. Do you think Miles still wants to be a two-sport star? No. <laughs> no. What did you think of those group moves, though? No. I, don't, I didn't see him. I don't want to see him. I need him on Sunday, so. <laughs> hey, back to your D-line. You talked about being the engine. How important is it to have the versatility of you guys that, that you do have up front that can move inside and out and Jim can put them wherever he needs to? Yeah, um, the testament to those guys, um, you know, Miles always, you know, the dominant force that he is, the Darius, Oboe, uh, I mean, just all, you can name all, every guy in that room um, that can play in multiple spots and just really affect the passer and play the run really well as well. So we have a really great group um, that I really appreciate, no doubt. Um, you know, one of the best groups I've ever been around. Anthony, you've been here long enough now to know that the, uh, how much Cleveland wants to be Pittsburgh mm -hmm. fans. Do you think the both New locker room, do you think they need to be educated on what this game means besides the obvious standings and all that? I don't think so. Um, I think we have a really mature group. Um, obviously, a lot of young guys, but a lot of mature young guys as well. Um, and they understand it. And I think Kevin you know, hits on it more, more, than, <laughs> more than enough about how important winning our division is. Um, so a little bit more when it comes to Pitt, but uh, it's a division game. So if you have to be you know, fired up or a history lesson on a division game, then, you know, I don't know why you play this game. Um, it's like playing in a conference game, a conference title game, whatever it is in college. Uh, you don't need extra motivation. How good did it feel to be back on the field last week? And then does this feel like a full circle moment at all, being Pittsburgh Monday night? Um, you know, because that's obviously how you got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, I sent a message to the linebackers yesterday. Um, obviously, very grateful to be back on the field. Um, last week, never want to take that for granted. Uh, this week is a little bit more for me. Um, you know, obviously, night game, 
Pittsburgh Steelers last year around the same time was when I got hurt. Um, so yeah, it means a little bit more. I'll leave it at that, but uh, yeah, it'll be fun. How do you manage the emotions going into a primetime game? Like you're the only one on TV, you know, you're in front of the lights. Like, how do you manage the, the excitement and the emotions of a game like that? Uh, you just play ball. You know, I think at the end of the day, you know, you can go out and make it more than what it is. But at the end of the day, you go out there and you play football game that you've been playing all your life. Um, that would be my message to all the guys. Uh, we've been playing this game. We've played in big games before. You know, this is nothing different. Um, just bigger stage and a little bit more. TV time. <laughs> Jim, Jim told us last week he's not everybody's cup of tea. So, what, what are your early impressions of Jim and, and why? I mean, I guess why does he work for Jim Jordan? Yeah, because um, I think he's the same guy every day. Um, you know, you get some some guys that they they bring it one day, don't bring it one day. You know, they go with the ebb and flows of the NFL, the high, the good days, the bad days. Jim is the same every day. Um, good day, bad day. He actually, you know, went off on us. You know earlier, so <laughs> but uh, just he, he his, his message doesn't change either. Just the consistent me consistent message and the same guy every day is what you know a lot of guys just want in the locker room. And, and when you want your coach, to, somebody that you want your coach to be the same guy every day is you know what Jim is. Consistency obviously is the goal along with winning. You guys have 16 more of those defensive performances <laughs> in, yeah. Nah, I hope so, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's a daily grind. Um, you can't. You can't. We can't rest on last week. You know, we got to put the work in this week, and that starts today. Well, started Monday, but you know, just you know, you can't rest on what you did last week. And for us to be better, and I mean, we really don't even think we're we've even, you know, got to where we where we think we can go. So, um, you know, we got six, like you said, sixteen more, um, and hopefully that that last the last of those sixteen, we're trending in the direction that we really want to be. After the locker room closed up, it was head coach Kevin Stefanski's turn. He gave us a preview of the Steelers game and what to expect from our AFC North rivals on Monday Night Football. Is there a quanti can you quantify what it means to take a player like him out of their defense? No, I don't think you can. Uh, I'm sure it's you don't replace him with one person. I think they have multiple guys. They really they added to their depth along the front. In the offseason, so I think it'll be multiple guys. Uh, he's a great, great player. We've played against him uh, many times. I've got a ton of respect for him. Kevin Tysmith kind of emerging to pair with EJ. Just the fact that those two guys are coming off the edge, how does it change maybe some of the things you can or try to do on offense? Yeah, it's a challenge, and it's you know very similar to what we talk about with our defense, you know, with Miles and, and Oboe and Z. Uh, anytime you can balance out a rush like that, it makes life really hard on an offense. And I think you saw last week. Uh, with Watt getting th getting three sacks in the game, uh, Highsmith is always going to affect the game, uh, pressure on the quarterback. So it's certainly a challenge, and uh, you have to take that into account as you're designing your game plan, both run and pass game. Can you talk about um, Juwan Jones starting this game? Yeah, you know, I think oftentimes you want to break it down to a one-on-one -on -one matchup, but the, the truth is it's, it's our offense versus their defense, and, and certainly with a – the rushers that they have on the other side, you have to really t look at it that way and say it's it's our scheme, it's our players. Uh, certainly with, with Dewan, he's going to get plenty of opportunities versus uh, T.J. Watt, who's, you know, a premier rusher in, in this league. So those those are the, uh, the, uh, the competitive uh, nature of our game. Uh, it does come down to one-on-one -on -one matchups at times. So I know he's going to work really hard this week to prepare himself. Kevin, you said he had some things to clean up, but how impressed were you that he was able to just step in in a situation where he was quickly on the field? Yeah, and 
you know, it's really and every rookie is going to have, you know, and veteran is going to have things that they have to clean up. So he's working very hard uh, to do that. Uh, I think with a week of practice with him getting every rep in there, I think will make a difference as well. I don't know that I'd pinpoint it there necessarily, Tony. I think it's just it's a body of work with all of our players. Uh, and Coach Callahan works hard with all of the players to make sure everyone's ready to go. Uh, in this case, Dewan was the next man up, uh, but I think all those guys have to be ready to go. Is there something you've seen in Dewan's personality that makes him confident that he can handle, like the big stadium Monday night, TJ Watts? Yeah, I, I think it's important for all of our players to narrow your focus going into you know, Monday Night Football, like you mentioned, I think you really have to focus on your job and, and doing your job. Uh, Dewan's played at a high level in, in big games uh, it, with the, where he went to college. You know, you're going to play in some big games, so uh, he understands that. But you can't and he can't make this about just him. It's really about our offense versus their defense in that regard. Yeah, you know, that was a unique start to that game. It, it really got away from them early. So I think they, uh, you know, only rushing the ball 10 times. We don't expect that uh, from them. So uh, he's a very good player. We've played him. We, we know what he's capable of. Uh, athletic, can make every throw, fits their scheme really well. So uh, we have to make sure we have a good week of practice. When, uh, when Mike Tomlin had his press conference, he said the Browns begin and end with Mr. Chubb. So the balance that you guys have offensively, How's that going to help you on Monday night? Well, I think every single game we look at it, Jeff, just what do we need to do to, to win the game and, and how do we have to adjust to win the game? And it's really that's how we put the game plan together. Uh, I don't think it's any secret what Mr. Chubb is, is a big part of our, <laughs> our attack, a big part of what we do. So, uh, But we, have a, we feel really good about a bunch of different guys. What did you see out of the 49ers that they were able to have such success with McCaffrey running the ball? Well, it's, it's a very, very stout front. I know he had that long run. Uh, it was fitted up, just had a missed tackle, which happens with you know, Christian McCaffrey, who's a great player. So uh, to think that you're just going to automatically have success versus a really good front is, is not the case. You have to work really hard to put a plan together uh, to, to uh, be sound in what you're doing. And then it's really just a, a physical uh, game when it comes to the run game in the, in the AFC North. That's just what it's been uh, and what it will always be. Yeah, he's very, very challenging, as you know, because you can have him covered and, and he comes down with the ball. He's uh, a great 50-50 ball uh, receiver. He's very good with the ball in his hands. I mean, he can catch and run. So we know what he's capable of, and, and he's not the only one. Uh, great tight end. They have multiple guys, Allen Robinson, uh, Ridley, or Calvin Austin, excuse me. They have guys that can uh, touch the ball on the outside and go. So it's, it's a really – you have to be uh, – very cognizant of all their players, not just one player, but Perkins is a great player. I don't remember that, Tony, if you say so. Uh, yeah, I, every rookie has a 
different relationship with their coaches. Got we push them hard. Uh, Dewan's been extremely uh, open to every type of coaching. Uh, you know, Coach Callahan, Coach DeCoster, Coach Peters. He works extra. Uh, has never shied away from working. So. Uh, I can't characterize their relationship, but uh, it's a it's a, a one that is definitely predicated on the work. Yeah, I would characterize it as day day to day. We'll, we'll see how it goes tomorrow. Really. Well, I don't think you're going to make every throw in, in any game in perfect conditions, uh, and those were tough conditions. So I think, I think both teams saw that in the passing game, uh, and I think that spoke to a lot of the lack of success that really both teams had in the past game. Fortunately, we were able to make some plays in there, uh, some explosive plays, which is really important. But uh, as a quarterback, your focus always has to be on, on making the plays that are there, uh, knowing that you're not going to make every single one, just really trying to hone in on your on your decision making. So that that's just a focus for all of our guys. We talked a lot about Deshaun's ability to send plays and then make stuff happen downfield. When you're talking to him and coaching him, how do you balance that with hey, we need to get the ball out of your hands in a hurry some plays because you don't want to get hit all the time? Yeah, I think well you try to do with players that have Deshaun's skill set, uh, you're all, always trying to to make it work within the framework and you're trying to take your drop and, and maybe make a plant throw or a hitch throw. Uh, and then sometimes guys are covered. So that's part of his ability is to go off schedule and make a play when it's not there. We, we work hard to get guys open. doesn't always happen. Uh, so as you get through your progression, there is a timing element that tells you to it's time to either get the ball out or start you know, moving in the pocket, start trying to find a scramble drill. So that's something that's innate to what he has. That's innate to who he is. Uh, and it's certainly a big part of our offense as well. You mentioned on Sunday that um, ADP had added that draw play on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, already in the playbook, but that was a that was a Saturday morning. Me and AVP over coffee uh, discussion, and we spent. And that's what happens in this game. You, you, sometimes you get through the week and you feel like you need and some one more play. And, and I don't love to install plays that late in the week. Uh, I, I I'm very very careful not to do that with the players a lot of times. So that that's rare that we do that. But we just felt like there was something there. Uh, may happen this week, may not. Yeah, I, it's hard for me to say that I've played in a lot of them, Tony. They're 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 all tough. I think when you go on the road, going into any stadium that is full, it can be a huge challenge. And and really, that's the the big thing. And we talk about it at our place is crowd noise and having to deal with crowd noise and function in crowd noise and be able to do a great job communicating on the sideline, in the huddle, at the line of scrimmage, via the, uh, through the crowd noise. So, uh, you know, every time you're playing on the road, it, it feels like that's a, a huge challenge. Well, well, of course, we'll use crowd noise. We always do when we're uh, playing on the road. Uh, that's something that we've been working really all off season uh, with the offensive line, uh, and that's just again part of part of your road operation is being is using that silent count. And and it's you're right, the tackles, the tight ends, everybody has to lock into that. That being said, the 
Yeah, it's really not something that affects us this week, us going into this game. We really have to narrow our focus and, and really worry about doing your job on, on every given play. Kevin, on the, the two deep throws from Marquise, uh, how much of those kind of coming up short like those two just not being on the same page, been together, the weather, and what were some of the factors? Yeah, I think the first one was absolutely a heavy, wet ball that's hard to drive. Uh, the second one is versus a, a blitz and a coverage that you know you have to get the ball launched quickly uh, and you're going to get hit when you threw it and probably didn't put it exactly where we wanted. But again, that if, if he does, that's a plus, plus, plus play by the quarterback versus cover zero. So even, like, even though those didn't hit, that give you confidence that those explosives are going to be there? Without a doubt. And I think, again, it goes back to those opportunities are going to be there in certain games. Sometimes they're there a lot. Sometimes you're not going to find them, and you have to find places to go with the ball that maybe uh, you know you wanted to throw the shot, but it's not there. And that's part of playing quarterback is having the discipline when it is when it's not there to check it down. And when it is there, you let it rip, and, and you trust in your guys. Kevin, was that just a uh, little cramp for Amari there? He went down there just for a moment. Perfect. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, I think that happens week to week. Uh, you try to grow uh, what you do, and, and you learn from things that happen in week one and taking it to week two. You should do that week two to week three as well. Uh, there's a lot of communication that has to take place when you're talking about the quarterback and, and the guys that are catching the ball. So that's running backs, tight ends, wide receivers, constant dialogue in terms of how guys come out of routes, where the ball is going to be. So that, that's always ongoing. You're taking the best basketball away from Miles, but he's still trying to live out his hoop dreams out there. What do you think of these crossover you know, it's funny, when Jim made that call, I, I, my eyes went right to Miles, knowing where he was going to be rushing. So I saw it right away. And listen, whatever it takes, he can go around the back next time if he wants. That's today's From the Podium podcast. You can like and subscribe today to the From the Podium podcast wherever you get your podcasts to find additional episodes. Be sure to check out the Browns social media platforms, youtube.com slash browns, and the Cleveland Browns mobile app to get all the updates as the Browns prepare for Pittsburgh on Monday night. I'm Jason Gibbs. Thanks for listening to the Browns from the Podium podcast.